Hey, welcome back. You are listening to the Let's Talk Teen Life podcast. My name is Kaylee Fields, your host. So for this episode today, we are talking about friends, friendships, and how to create healthy and stable, amazing just relationships with your friends. The topic friendships to me is a bunch of emotions. I think of joy, happiness, sadness, just all of these different things because friends tend to come and leave your life a lot, right? And you never understand why they leave your life until later on in the future. And you're like, oh, that's why. So we're going to be talking about just it's okay when friends leave and it's and how to know if they're truly your friend, dealing with fake friends, long distance friendships, just all of that fun stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and call our first special guest, and that is my dear friend Taylor. She actually lives in a different state than me, so it's super cool that we can maintain this long-distance friendship, and that's basically what we're going to be talking about, and as well as the questions you asked us on our Instagram at Let's Talk Teen Life Podcast. So I'm going to ask her some of those as well. So I'm going to go ahead and give her a call. Okay, so do you want to just tell them a little bit about you and, like, what you're involved in in high school? So in the fall, I do marching band, and I'm in the color guard for that. I do musicals. I do plays. And at this school, we have something called indoor percussion and winter color guard, which are essentially marching band, but just percussion for one and just color guard for the other. And I also do those. So I'm pretty busy with that in choir. So the first question I wanted to ask you was how do you maintain long distance friendships? And like us, we're many miles away, which is sad because like you were my best friend in middle school. So I really just wanted to ask you that. When I first moved, it was really hard because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to keep talking to these people because I'm, you know, 300 something miles away or something like that. Yeah. But I've learned that it's not always about talking to the person every day, like having a phone call or texting, even though like I haven't talked to you in a while. It doesn't mean we're not friends. Like I still have that connection that I did when I left my freshman school year and of high school. I still have even though I don't talk to those people every day I still I can call someone up if I'm like hey I was thinking about you and it's still the same thing so it's not necessarily about talking to the person every day yeah I think that's so true even on Instagram like I'll tag you and like posts and stuff like that and like mention you on my story and stuff like that so I do agree with you that you don't always have to text your best friend even if they live in the same area as you yeah and even just tagging someone in a comment to show them something or like you said you've sent me um stuff on instagram or tagged me in your story it's still connecting and knowing knowing that that person is thinking about you reminds you that you're still friends with them even though you can't talk to them all the time because you have a busy schedule because you're so far away no matter what so yeah just doing like small stuff like that. 
Okay, so the next question I have is, do you have any childhood friendships that are strong today? I know you know Olivia. Yeah. Um, I met her in preschool. I don't talk to her a whole lot because we're we have completely different schedules we're usually pretty busy but we've been friends for 14 15 years something like that it's been a long time and we're still friends and do you know ryan yes yeah we've known each other for a while too so i have a few longtime friends like emma i guess how do you maintain a good friendship I think this can go multiple ways, but personally, I don't think having a good friendship is constantly getting along because there has to be that moment where you and your friend separate on something or you get into a small disagreement and maybe it gets taken out of hand. But I think having that disagreement or argument, whatever it is, and then taking the opportunity and the time to work that out with that friend is what makes a good freshman or freshman (laughs) makes a friendship. Yeah. Um, Even with all of the good memories that you have, because you have to know that at some point, not everything is going to go as you want it to. So you have to have that disagreement. Like recently I've, I've had um, a few things happen with friendships, Mm. but, it's something that we sat down, we figured out, um, and we realized that it just got blown out of proportion and we're good now. Um, you just have to have that small disagreement and maybe not every friendship does. I'm sure there's friendships like that, but every friendship has to have like that small disagreement. Um, and once you figure that out, it makes the bond stronger. That is so true. And I think if you do get in an argument and the other friend doesn't want to work it out, then I don't think they really want to be your friend anymore. Definitely. And that's just really sad on how most friendships do end. To you, what is the definition of a true friendship? This kind of plays off with the last one. Mm -hmm. A true friendship doesn't necessarily mean that you never have a disagreement, but I think a true friendship is something a bond that you don't this place off of like the first question too you don't necessarily have to talk to that person all the time um being able to rekindle it after not talking for however long it's a true friendship it doesn't mean that you're like the closest person to them or anything like that Mm -hmm. it just means that you know that if you need something that that person is always going to be there and vice versa how do you know someone is truly your friend Um, this is a hard one because there is fake friends out there and that's very hard to deal with. I think everyone comes across what can be considered a fake friend. To know if someone is truly your friend, I would say these kind of, these questions all kind of play off of each other. So I kind of like, but even if there is a disagreement and even if you guys are separated for a little while, you're still willing to come back talk about it even if it's been like a year or something and you haven't rekindled your friendship and you go to do that a year later I think that's a true friendship you don't have to just get along with the person or be their best friend every single day you just have to you have to know that if you if something happened to you 
you know that they would always be there and you know that if something happened to them you would be upset and you would be there for them too yeah that is true like no matter what you're going through you can always count on your other friends that will be there for you exactly so for you what type of people do you tend to get along with the best I thought about this for a while when you sent me these questions. I feel like it changes for me a lot, but for some reason, people that have similarities with me, like I have this friend who she's like me, like exactly like me, but she's not like me. And I get along with her pretty good. We do the same things, but I've also made friends that do sports so I don't know I guess in high school whatever like club you're in or sport you're around those people the most Mm -hmm. so I mean you would tend to get along with them but maybe not I don't know that was just tough question yeah and I think who you spend the most time around does dictate that and this next question says how can you make new friends I am not an extroverted person at first. I don't know if you remember when you you met me. I don't remember when the first time we met was. Was it in sixth grade or was it in fifth grade? I think it was in sixth. Yeah, I, was say, I think it was in sixth. I don't know what it was, but I think it was sixth. And I'm I'm shy at first. Like if I don't know who my who I'm around, I'll like not say a word. Yeah. Which I don't always think that's the best thing to do. But I think a good way to make friends is maybe you're not comfortable with being like your full out self and like talking a lot, but engaging in a conversation and giving the other person your attention, letting them know that you're aware and active in a conversation and just being friendly, I think is what makes new friends, even if you don't want to be like, even if you're shy at first, just like put, like smiling and engaging in a conversation is what makes a friend. Here we were, like the, the little sixth graders or whatever in, <laughs> in band, you know. And oh, it was sixth grade. It was band. Yeah, that's when we um, joined. But we, I don't remember us like talking right away because you were in percussion and I was playing the flute. Yeah, we were on literal opposite sides of the band room yeah but I think our other friends kind of like that's what drew us together and then once we met each other we were shy but when we got to know each other like we were just ourselves again like we could be extra and like laugh together and stuff yeah I think it was I'm I'm actually putting on chopstick right now because my (laughs) lips but I think I think it was Emma and Olivia, who I think it was them who like yeah. got us together. I think so too, because we we sat at each other's table. I think, right? Yeah, for lunch. yeah, yeah. Lunch tables can hold a lot of memories. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So I have a lot of listeners that are in high school or about to come into high school. So I guess the best way that you can meet new people is to just join clubs sports if you're into that kind of thing but also just in class too because that's where you can make a lot of friends just like reach out and say hey to someone 
Yeah, I would say join like as many things as you can. Test out the water, see what you like and don't like. And that's how you can meet a lot of people. But I feel like since our generation is like has social media and a bunch of these things, that that's where we meet each other, new people, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel like social media is a great way to connect. Like, because I moved so far away from Illinois to Arkansas, Mm -hmm. it's a great way to connect people together. So you can definitely meet new people. I've met a lot of people on Twitter, Instagram, so many different places. Yeah. Thank goodness for that because I can see what you're up to. (laughs) (laughs) Not stalking you, but you know. (laughs) Just checking my page. Yep. Okay. Do you have any advice or tips for friends? Just remember that having a friendship isn't all about having all of these ups and good things and doing something with your friends all of the time. Even if you don't get to hang out with them that much, it's not about the amount of time that you spend. It doesn't matter how long you've had this friendship. If you've been friends with someone since they were a baby to now you're 17 years old and you're graduating and within a year, what matters is the quality of friendship. Like, the memories you have, what you guys have done together that you've formed a bond through. It's not necessarily about the amount of time you spend together or how long you've known each other, even though that's still important. I guess that wasn't really advice or tips, but close enough. Yeah, that that was your own little taste you put in there. That was good. So Taylor really taught us that You don't always have to be in communication with your friends to maintain that healthy relationship with them. So I hope that you got a lot of good advice out of her session. We'll have another special guest later on in the episode. But for right now, I want to get back to what you guys said for advice for friends. And you guys gave a lot of good ones. Someone said, always be there for them no matter what situation you guys are in because you're always going to have that one best friend no matter what. And I think that's so important that no matter what you are going through, that you're always going to have that one friend or that group of friends that are always going to be helping you get through that situation. And hopefully you do the same for your best friends. If you don't have best friends, that's okay because you don't always have to have someone by your side, if you know what I mean. Like for me, I have one or two best friends and then I have like really close friends, acquaintances and down on from there. So I mean you don't need to have this one big group of friends because honestly that's not going to work. Someone is either going to be felt left out or they're not going to put enough work and effort in keeping all those relationships because that can be hard. And so when you have just one best friend, I think that is really great and you can really get to know them better and just be there for them no matter what instead of a whole bunch of group of friends and maybe you do have a lot of friends but don't have a big circle of friends I would say because then someone's going to end up feeling left out like I said and that's just going to hurt them and make them not want to be friends with you anymore if you understand what I'm saying. Someone said what helps for me is knowing that time apart is not breaking off It's just busy lives. And that's also what Taylor said, that people can get busy and forget to check up on your friends. Like, I do that all the time. Like, 
I'm constantly going, going, going. I'm like, oh, I didn't text my friend today. But they still know that I'm their friend. They still don't know that I'm going to be there for them no matter what. Someone says, I maintain a good friendship by being honest and keeping in touch with them. Honesty is very important in any relationship, I would say. And just gaining trust because being honest, especially with your friends and like your best friends, that's who you tell everything to. Am I right? So if you're not being honest to them, their relationship with you is just going to break apart, fall apart. And I think keeping in touch with them is important. Not every day. People get busy. People have lives of their own. So it's okay if you not communicate with them each day, but to keep in touch and to just go out to eat once a month or just do something together over the summer. I mean, over the summer is when you can really fix those relationships and get them back together because you don't have school. Yeah, you still have a job. Yeah, you have sports, but you would still have more open time to hang out with more people. So maybe the summertime you can reevaluate that friendship and really fix it and just hang out together and see if you guys really are meant to be friends. So I'm going to be talking about just my personal friendships and the relationships in my past and just talking about all of that so I can really give you guys advice on how to overcome situations with friends when that does happen to you. And I just want to acknowledge that I have no beef with my old relationships. I made sure that we ended on good terms. And so I will be talking about my personal friendships. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, that sounds similar to what I had um, with Kaylee. Like we, I couldn't communicate with her 24-7 and so we just kind of fell out. I want you to know that I'm not talking about you badly. I'm just really telling my personal response to friendships I guess and I don't want you to be hurt because I don't want to talk I'm not talking badly about you I'm just telling other people my story and the friendships I've had and if you take it in the wrong way I'm sorry I don't mean to be talking about you I'm just I wouldn't normally share um my personal experiences but for this podcast I really want to give you guys true advice and just tell my story so that you can learn from it and I just want to throw that out there and um I ended things on good terms with everybody and I don't want you to be like she's talking about my friends or like she's talking about what we had and I don't mean it to hurt you I'm just it shouldn't be anything bad and (laughs) I'm not talking badly about you at all I'm literally saying how when friendships do end this is what you do how to get out of toxic and fake friend relationships so I'm going to be just talking about that and I just wanted to make sure nobody took it the wrong way okay now let's get to it so if you're hurting in a relationship because it ended I have been in your situation so many times and I think for me I'm just going to talk about my past friendships and stuff like that real quick so I've always wanted to have that best friend that was there for me no matter what and I think that really started in middle school because in elementary school I had a small elementary school so I was friends with pretty much everyone and I would say all my friends were my best friends because we were just little kids playing back then and we didn't really know what 
a friendship was, what a best friend was until I would say middle school. And then that's where I kind of lost some of my friends because that middle school is when everybody come together and you have a lot new people. And that's the same with high school as well. So each time like you move from elementary to middle school, middle school to high school, that's when you kind of lose friends and you kind of gain friends. For me, I think it really started in seventh and eighth grade when I really just wanted a best friend. And I think I really found someone that I connected well with and that I was always with, like on my cheer team or in my class. And I clung to that person and I didn't really know them that well. I was just like, oh, hey, you're my best friend. And that's how it kind of started. And we started hanging out more, but I didn't really know them as well as I thought I did. And people can change. And that is really what stinks about friendships is because people change and people grow up. People start hanging out with new friends and start joining new clubs and stuff like that. So for me, I just wanted one best friend. And so I I would just pick whoever. Like I was close with at the time. And I think that's what really ended that relationship because I called them my best friend but I didn't know them. I didn't know what they stood for, what they believed in, what, who they were as a person because I just wanted a best friend at the moment. And I think in sixth and seventh grade at that time too, I was friends with a bunch of people and they had like their own little group of people. And I don't think I was ever really in that friendship group, in the friendship circle or whatever. So I would get really sad when I found out that they were all hanging out without me, but they've been friends for forever since elementary school, and I was just joining middle school. So I was friends with them each individually, but all together, I don't think that I necessarily like clicked with all of them, if that makes sense. But I am still friends with like some of them to this day. Some of them I'm no longer friends with. So, I mean, over time, friendships do fade. Friendships pass. It is very sad, especially when you find out that they were hanging out without you, they were making plans without you. What infuriates me the most is when friends make plans in front of you. That just is so sad, and I don't think that's the right thing to do because that really just hurts the other person's feelings. Like, if, that, if you were in their situation, how would you feel? Just ask yourself that each time. A person who values you wouldn't ever put themselves in a position to lose you. So if your friend really was your friend and cared for you and called you your best friend, no matter what situations you guys are going through together, they wouldn't ever put you in a situation that could lose you. I mean, yeah, friends have fights. Friends do disagree and argue. And I have had multiple arguments with my friends. But in the end, it's how you deal with them together as friends and how you can really work that out together. And if the other person doesn't want to work that out, then are they truly your friend? Were they ever truly your friend? I think the worst way for friendships to just end is for literally nothing to go wrong. You just stop talking to them. They stop messaging you to see how you're doing and you get sick of being the first one to initiate conversation. So you just let the friendship go. And wonder how that person is doing and never hear from them again. And I think that's the saddest way for friendships to end. And that's how a lot of mine did end. I lost so many friends just because I stopped texting them first. And I think really over 
quarantine and when COVID started and then school had to stop, I think that's when I started losing more friends because I would see my friends each day at school, so I would talk to them then, but I just stopped texting them and then literally they ended and I haven't talked to them since. And I think when it's their birthday or if it's my birthday, that's when they really talk to me again. Like They're like, happy birthday, Kaylee, or I say, happy birthday, so-and-so. And that's the little two text messages that I get from them or they get from me, you know? I think it's just good to really text your friends and make sure that they're okay. But like I said, not all the time. But if you're always the first one to initiate that conversation, I don't think that that's a very good relationship with them and that you should really just tell them, hey, I feel like I'm the only one starting this conversation. Do you really want me to text you? Do you want me to be friends with you? And just really have the open conversation with them and see how they feel about it. And they could just be like, oh, you know what? I've been so busy. Like, I just don't have time to do this right now to be friends. Or I would love to hang out with you sometime. Except right now, I'm just really busy. Or maybe they're like, you know what? I've just grown out of our friendship. And I don't think that we should be friends anymore. And that's totally okay. You have to accept that. Because you can't keep holding on one way. Like, it's like a rope. Imagine this. Like, a a tug-of-war rope. Okay, you're on one side and your friend's on the other and they're both pulling at once. Okay, this is when you guys are talking like, hey, should we be friends? And then they let go of the rope, but you're still holding on to nothing. And really, I think that's your time to just let go of that rope and walk away just like they did before. And it's hard. And I know that you want to really fix the relationship because you've been friends for, I don't know, it could be years, months, days whatever it is, but being the bigger person and just telling them, hey, I feel like I'm the only one that's starting this conversation and talking to you. Do you really care? And then just see what they say. And if you need any help, just DM us on our Instagram outlets, Talk Teen Life Podcast, and I can help you with this and just really, oh, I had a cat hair, <coughs> cat hair in my throat, <laughs> and just really ask us for advice or if you and your friend, if your friend left you or something like that, I can always help you and give you advice in that situation because I've been in your place a lot. Okay, moving on. That's all I'm going to address about that situation. Maybe our special guest can give us some info about that too. So I have some five rules to have how to have a good and healthy friendship and really maintain it. So the first rule for healthy friendships is support, trust, and honesty. Those are givens, right? Everyone needs a support network, and friendships are the bedrock of our social support system. So support, you're going to always be there to support your best friend no matter what. Trust and honesty are the biggest ones. You really have to earn those, and if you do break that, if you lie to your best friend, once those are broken, you really have to earn their trust again and their honesty. And just supporting them through everything they do If they lost a loved one, just be there to grieve with them and show them that how much you really love them because we don't know how many more days we're going to wake up. And I think every day we take it for granted. We wake up and we're alive. But how many more days are you going to have with them? And to really just support them, give them trust and honesty, tell them you love them every single day and truly mean it. And I mean, with my friends, I'm like, love ya. 
like a joke, but I honestly want to start saying I love you and I'm so grateful for you. Number two is to really listen to your friends. Don't be that friend where you ask them questions and then you're just kind of like looking at them, but you're thinking of different things. Like really listen to your friends so you can give them advice back and just really listen to their problems. Be their counselor, be their advice system, be their friend. Number three is ditch the judgment. I think it's so hard to not judge. We judge people all the time, whether that's on social media or if you're with your friends and you're like, oh, look at that girl. Her outfit is hideous, like whatever. If you really want to be the friend and you really, really want to have a healthy relationship, don't judge them. And I think that goes with number four is don't talk behind a friend's back. If you're with other people and you're talking about your friend, first of all, that makes you look bad because the people you're talking to your friend about, they're going to be like, wow, she's talking about her best friend like that. Then they're going to look at you weirdly because you're the one who's judging your friend and talking about them. And I can't remember what the saying is, but it's so true. It's like if a friend talks about you to other people, wait, no, if a friend talks about other people to you, that means they talk to, wait, how does it go? It's like, if a friend talks badly about others to you, then they're going to talk badly about you to others, something like that. So really, if they're talking badly about someone else, you know that they're probably talking badly about you to other people. Number five is to respect your friends and their boundaries. So don't make it a joke. Don't make your friend look like a joke. Don't embarrass them or make them feel little. Don't make them feel like they're not worth who they are. Really respect them just like you respect your parents, right? And their boundaries and what they believe in. So if they believe, I don't know, whatever they believe in, don't make fun of them for that because then that's really going to destroy your relationship and friendship. And then they're going to be like, were you really there for me? You know? So I asked Taylor this question, what is your definition of a true friend? And I'm going to ask also our other special guests if I can remember. But I think the true definition of a friend is someone who has your back no matter what. And a true friend will always have your best interest at heart and they will never purposely lead you into choices or decisions that aren't good for you. So if a friend is like, hey, do you want to go to this party? But you don't want to be involved in that kinds of things. That friend should not be leading you down that path to making bad choices or whatever. Because if that friend is like, oh, do you want to try alcohol or whatever it is? It's just one sip. Like, nobody will know. It's okay. That friend is leading you into poor choices that aren't good for you. And they won't benefit you in the future. Because guess what? Someone will probably find out and tell. And, you know, you might be kicked off your team. And that's probably your only way to scholarship for college. So you have to be thinking later down the road, how is this going to benefit me and not destroy my future and what I want and what is best for me? So if a friend is leading you down that path, are they truly your friend? So I want to play this game with y'all. Might be a little awkward silence, but who cares? So I want you to think of a friend. It could be your best friend. It could be a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Just think of a friend. Think of, remember how you became friends. 
whether that was in elementary school or um, a concert you met in a library, whatever that is. Think of where you met, how you met. Think of why you call them your friend at one point or why you call them your best friend now. Think of that. And then I want you to think, have they ever hurt you, caused you harm, made you cry? Have they ever led you down the wrong path, made you try something you didn't want to try? Then I want you to think, are they really your friend? Do you really want them to be your friend? Later down in the future, they could ruin your reputation doing something. And I don't want that for you. I want what's best for you. And I know how hard it is to end a relationship. But if they are causing you harm, whether that's physical, emotional, mental, whatever that is, are they truly a good friend to have in your life? And that's what I had to do at one point. I had to sit down with myself because I kept making these wrong decisions, these poor choices. And I had to think, what is the cause of all this? Why am I doing this? I don't want to, but I feel like someone is making me. And then I had to think of the, that friend or those, that group of friends. And then I had to think, wow, they're toxic and they are fake to me and I do not deserve this. I am a good person. I am nice to them and they are not nice back to me. I have to cut them off, whether that is blocking their number, telling them, hey, I can't be friends with you because of this reason. And that's bold. That's a hard decision to make. But I think that is what you need to do to help you and your relationship with your friends. So I am going to go ahead and call our special guest and then we will continue talking about other things I have for you. So guys, I have Alexi back and of course we're talking about friendships because she is my absolute best friend so we had to have her in this episode. Hi guys, So it's Lexi again. <laughs> so tell them what you're involved in. I'm involved in... Right now, just varsity basketball. We'll have to do another sports episode because I had to delete that one because the sound wasn't very good. So maybe we'll do another mm -hmm. sports episode. How long have we been friends? Since freshman year? Since right? freshman year, yeah. So that would be almost three years, right? Yep. That's crazy. I know. It is crazy. The first question is, how do you maintain your friendship when you can't see each other? So for myself, I just stay in contact. Like I text them every day. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to text them every day, but I do. Like we That's basically all now that we're both remote and we don't go to school. So we don't see each other every day like we used to. And you have a job, you have sports now. So you're very busy, just like I have my own things too. So I feel like we're hardly seeing each other, but we still make time to text each other, whether that I talk to our other special guest about this, but like I tag you in things on Instagram, send you posts, whatever. So that's right. the communication that we get. And I like to FaceTime you and stuff like that. So I think that's how we really maintain our friendship. And the next question is, do you have to be in communication 24 seven? I don't think you do. Like if that like, your friendship is that strong and really good you don't really have to talk to each other all the time yeah and especially like if you notice like months and months have gone by without talking to them then that might be like wow maybe they're not really my friend or maybe they're just busy right because people do get busy and forget but 
if months and years have gone by, they've forgotten about you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The next question is, do you ever get jealous if your friend has other friends? Myself, personally, I don't. I know I used to, but that was when I was like, that was like middle school. Yeah. When I was not mature. Yeah. And now, like, growing up, I know, like, I don't have to be jealous if my friends have other friends because your friends aren't just always going to be your friend. They're going to have other friends. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of sad when you see, like, your friends hanging out with other friends, but you have to understand and maybe make new friends of your own, you know? Right. I mean, it may, like, if they were hanging out with someone and, like, not talking to me at all, I probably would, but usually that never happens. Yeah. I mean, I think it's perfectly normal and healthy to have other friends just besides just one friend because then... You'd be just like every other teen in the world, having multiple friends. Yeah. Right. The next question someone said is, would you consider parents to be your best friend? Uh, yeah. I would. Like, if you're super close to them, then yeah. Like, my mom, I'm super close to her, so, like, I would consider her one of my Same. best friends. I think that's really good to have a good relationship with your parent. But at the end of the day, I think you do have to remember that they're not just your friend, your best friend. They are your parent, and they have authority right. over you, and they will discipline you and really be hard on you, tell you what to do. That's because they are your parent, not just your best friend. So I think that's important to remember. But I think it is fun. Like, for me and my mom, we have a good relationship, and we'll just be like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. Like, that's good to have mm-hmm. a relationship with your mom like that. The next question is, how do you make new friends in high school? I would say, like, getting involved and, like, being nice to other people. Yeah. Like, getting involved in, like, student council or other clubs yeah. would make you, like, I know, like, at first it may be, like, uncomfortable, but then you can get used to it. And, like, if you're nice to people, then they'll, they'll like you and you could end up being friends. And I keep saying this throughout these episodes. It is important to get involved and to really make yourself known so that people can get to know you. And then that's how you can make new friends in high school. I, were you scared freshman year? Yes, I was very scared. Yeah, but I think after like the first couple months, you get really comfortable with it. Once you know the school and like where all the classes are, I think it's so much easier. But um, I was going to say, the next question is, how to deal with fake friends. I mean, some people would say probably, like, if you have them on social media, like, block them or get rid of them. But, like, me personally, I just stop talking to them. Yeah. They could be, they're toxic, obviously. And, like, I've dealt with people like that. And definitely leaving them behind and not having them in your life makes it less stressful. Mm. Yeah, I would just stop talking to them. That's all I do. Yeah. And when you deal with fake friends, how do you know that friend is being fake? Someone asked that. I would say if they're only reaching out to you for their benefit and wanting something out of you. Yeah, definitely. And usually you can tell if they're doing that. Yeah. Or even if you find out they're talking about you behind your back, that is really a fake friend move. That's how you can notice it a lot. 
I guess. Once you cut out those fake friends, you can really, really see a difference in yourself. Like for me, when I cut out my fake friends that I had, I was so much happier and I felt so much more confident and really successful in life. Right, me too. So I guess it is very important to really just focus on yourself and who you are hanging out with and who you're involved with, if that makes sense. So this wasn't a question on the list that I gave you, but someone asked, is it okay to be friends with someone on social media, on the internet, and not know them in real life, like never met them? Yeah, I mean, it could be both good and bad. I mean, this is a situation if you have them as a friend and like you get their number and actually FaceTime them and like see what they look like, then yeah. And we talked about this on the social media episode, but if you look at their account, let's say you add them on Snapchat and then you're like, hey, can I just see your Instagram? Like, what's your Instagram at? So you go to their Instagram and they only have like 10 followers or whatever, and they're Mm -hmm. following like 5,000. And then they don't have any pictures of themselves, nothing in their bio, just their name. Like, that's kind of suspicious. It's a little weird. Right. And you can't really ask them for a picture because they can find pictures on the internet. Right, like screenshot them. Right. So, I mean, just to really see how real they are is important because you don't want to become friends with someone who lies about what they say they are, if that makes sense. Yeah. What is a true friend to you, like, if you could describe it? Someone, like, that is always there for you, like, no matter what. Someone that, like, shows how they care for you, not just, like, you know, like, buying stuff, but, like, just being there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think, okay, so let's say two people are dating. Do Mm -hmm. you think that boy should still be friends with his other girls that are friends with them same with the girl do you think like she should be allowed to have guys that are friends I mean yes and no like this this one depends I think this one depends too like I mean if like his girlfriend like maybe if his girlfriend and his other friend like met and she trusted the other girl then yeah but if not then I would say no I think you don't want to be that psycho um boyfriend girlfriend that makes them delete all the girls on his social media I think that's just you don't need to do that for absolutely no reason that's just so silly but Mm -hmm. don't be clingy and we'll talk about this more on the relationship episode soon but I think that you can't just stop friendships just because you're dating someone right that's true because if you guys don't end up working out they ended those friendships For no reason, really. So that is all the questions I have for you, Lexi. Okay. Well, I hope you got some good advice and lessons out of Lexi's section of this episode. She gave some very good just information that is really good for the soul. And so I really wanted to read this. Or no, someone asked me another question. What are some ways that friends or a best friend has influenced your life in a positive way and for Lexi I am just so so grateful for her y'all 
she's never left my side, never, ever, ever. And I guess she has just really pushed me to be the best I could be, to really follow my goals and my dreams, make them come true. She's always been there for me, helped me no matter what, through other friendships, whatever that is, boy problems, you know, you, you need a best friend, friends for that, whatever. She's helped me in that aspect and with school and just really taught me to be confident because when I look at Lexi, she is so confident in what she does and I kind of envy her for that because she just has such a good head on her shoulders and she's so positive and just really a great person. And I'm so thankful for her each day. I literally cannot survive without her. And I don't know what I would do without her. So I am a little worried for the future because a lot of friendships do end after high school. And I don't want that to be the case for Lexi because I truly believe she was put in my life for this purpose to be my best friend and always be there for me as I am for her. And she just pushes me, like I said, to be confident in who I am. And yeah, she's just a really great person. And I definitely, it wasn't always like that, especially when I first got to know her. I don't think we were best friends like that. I think this relationship has mended more over time. The more you hang out, the more that you talk and really open up to one another about the things you're struggling about. That's when you really can tell that you guys are going to be friends and that you're going to be okay and that you're going to be each there for each other. So that's all for the questions. I really want to say that sometimes in life you find a special friend and that someone who changes your life just by being part of it, someone who makes you laugh until you can't stop, someone who makes you believe that there really is good in the world and who convinces you that there really is an unlocked door just waiting for you to open it. And this is a forever friendship. When you're down and the world seems dark and empty, your forever friend lifts you up in spirit and makes you and makes that dark and empty world suddenly seem bright and full. Your forever friend gets you through the hard times and the sad times and the confused times. If you turn and walk away, your forever friend follows. If you lose your way, your forever friend guides you and cheers you on. Your forever friend holds your hand and tells you that everything is going to be okay. And if you find such a friend, you feel so happy and complete because you have no need to worry. You have a forever friend and forever has no end, just like eternity. I think that's so important, especially when I say, when you turn and leave, that forever friend will follow. So if you're like, if this is not working out, that friend will be like, no, and hold your hand and be like, I am here with you no matter what. I'm not going to let you go through this alone. And you need me, okay? They're not just going to leave you. And if your friend does leave you, then that's not your forever friend. And I think the best relationships and friendships that you make are in college because you're older and I think you're really going to be closer to them. I think one of the most humbling lines to live by is that if someone tells you you hurt them, you don't get to decide that you didn't. It's not a difficult thing to take a few steps back and admit that your actions have caused harm to someone you care about. And that's really good with friendships. If somebody says what you said, like, what you said to me really hurt me. And I, I know you didn't mean to say such mean things about me to whoever. Or I know you didn't mean to say that to my face, but you did hurt me. I think it's important that you apologize no matter what no matter if you thought you didn't hurt them 
you don't get to decide that you didn't. If you if your friend tells you, hey, you hurt me, you really hurt them. They're not just going to lie to you about that. That's not something you lie about. So I think you really need to take a few steps back and say, I'm sorry if you took that the wrong way. Or I'm sorry you that you thought that's what I said. I did not mean that at all. I don't think you. it's your place to say, no, I did not hurt you. That's just not something a friend would say. So we talked about fake friends, how to maintain a healthy relationship with your best friends and friends and how all of that fun stuff. Hopefully you got some good advice out of this. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and I will see you or talk to you guys next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Teen Life Podcast so you are up to date with all the topics we're going to be discussing and you can ask questions through there. I will talk to you guys next week. Mm